Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as no surprise, I am joined by Jamie. Hello. <laughs> and today we will be discussing a Netflix original movie that is hot off the press, <laughs> just came onto Netflix four days ago on April 5th, and it is called Unicorn Store. Yes, it is. And it is a very colorful movie. <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> It is nothing if not colorful. <laughs> that lots of, lots of color and glitter happens in yes. this movie it's like it's like a rainbow got explosion sick and just vomited yes. all over it really is <laughs> that's what this movie is <laughs> in a nutshell um speaking of uh let's share our first reactions like what what is your uh, overall <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm okay my reaction is a question like is that unicorn real like okay. are we supposed to believe that that unicorn at the end is real and because either way it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> but i want to know which way i should be confused <laughs> see i right because for a while i was like no maybe it's not real and it's all just a big metaphor which i think it is anyway but i because um virgil could see right. it and also that woman came afterwards to be like, is this the store? Uh, I want to say that maybe it actually is real. So, I mean, it could just be a horse with something tied to its head. But I mean, the horse was no, there. Like, if, if the unicorn was there or if the horse was there, I think we're supposed to believe that it was a unicorn. Which right. means this guy is just like keeping a unicorn in his attic and like <laughs> luring people in there to make them believe in unicorns. I mean, he could actually just be importing them, you know, like he said he was. <laughs> like, like it's all completely true. <laughs> like it's all true, maybe. Okay, um, so this this is what I thought was okay. going to happen as the movie progressed. I was like, okay, this guy's clearly part of some like really Cult. cool foundation. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like part of some foundation that is like helps people find self-motivation find self-love right. and this is like gonna be a job interview she's gonna go through all these hoops for him and at the end he's gonna like offer her a job to like work for his company helping people kind of thing gotcha. and like tell her that unicorns aren't really real it's you know you're the unicorn <laughs> we've been doing all these things you know for you you know we're trying to feed you and house you and love you and you're the unicorn and now you can work for me instead of for that creepy pervert oh, um yeah, well i think I, actually a unicorn at the end <laughs> i just don't know what to think about that i was gonna say i think like in a way i think the it, it is meant to show her that she is her own unicorn like she doesn't need any anything you know any sort of childish support anymore she's an adult she can you know accept <laughs> what all the responsibility that that entails and blah 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 but, uh, yeah, I was also of the same mindset that I was like, okay, they're going to go through this and it's going to be for sure a self-actualization, you know, right. test because all of the steps were like, build a good place, be good with right. your family, love your, love yourself and love Positive others. Positive energy. And, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And, all that um, shit. <laughs> which like in hindsight does sound very cult-like, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. I haven't rolled that idea out now. <laughs> yeah. But then, um. 
but then when she yeah when she goes and sees that the unicorn is actually there and then you're still sort of i, I was still sort of like ah this could be in her mind right but then yeah since virgil unless virgil is also in her mind i don't know but <laughs> or maybe maybe virgil is just like happy that she's happy okay so this is my current theory now that okay. i've actually watched it and this is what I actually think is that this guy just has like one unicorn that he found somewhere in the depths of like Romania and okay. brought back <laughs> with his 939 form. Yes. And he just keeps this unicorn locked up in the attic and he like tells people he's going to give them a unicorn, but it's all a ruse just to make them actually love themselves so that by the time he actually, they're ready and he, he actually gives them the unicorn, yeah. they're ready to pass it on to the next right. person who needs it more. But it's always just the one unicorn. <laughs> well, then he's going to be in a tough spot when some someday someone's like, okay, I'm ready to take it home. Oh, right. And, and he's like, oh. <laughs> I, I guess that's that. when, I guess that's when he just murders them, maybe. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's when the other people in the cult come out yeah (laughs) i did like i did like when uh she was staying late night uh late at night in the office and sabrina was like oh well i'm gonna go and watch this documentary about young professionals being murdered or something and then you just see uh kit like traipsing into this random store alone it's like this is like like a one-way ticket to get murdered yeah, no, that the, the store seems like a great place to go if you want to be murdered. Like, yeah. There is no way I would have walked in through those doors, yeah. let alone followed this creepy ass labyrinth right. up an elevator that has no buttons. Yeah. <laughs> and I, just been like so calm and chill, like, oh, why am I here? Right. I don't know. Well, I love that she was calm even up to when she was finally like, like, how do you know where I work? Also, are you going to kill me? Like, there was, like, not a sense of worry, just, like, more so a, a straightforward question, you know? Like, right, should I should I prepare for this? <laughs> should I run or... Um, but, yeah, it was... So I, yeah. I don't... I'm just almost wondering if this woman is just, like, in an insane asylum and everything that happens right. in the movie is in her head. Well, because at one point, too... <laughs> Virgil's not real, the salesman's right. not real, the unicorn's not real. It's just all in some crazy lady's head and i would think in a way it could perhaps be that because at one point even she's like i think there's something wrong with my brain you know like i thought a unicorn was real and so in a way it could be that um the salesman as he's called is sort of the mental illness that's taking over and very trying to convince her to be like come you know it's it's cool there's unicorns here and like all this stuff and yet Virgil and her parents are sort of like the voice of reason to try to yeah. pull her oh, out of that. I like this. <laughs> this. This is what's happening. Screw what I said. That is, <laughs> that is what this movie is actually happening. Yes. I mean, it's that or unicorns are real. So I. I mean, <laughs> but we know they're not is the problem. <laughs> I mean, in, in this alternate reality. <laughs> no, she's crazy. In which everyone else thinks that they also aren't real. And everything. <laughs> hearing is like her subconscious which jamie this 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 explains why the parents are so fucking weird like they're so weird and like saying all these positive things to her that's because they're sitting in chairs by her bed in the crazy house like telling her things and she's hearing them in her brain as she's going on a unicorn adventure (laughs) (laughs) like her boyfriend who's also there or something or maybe virgil like her conscious 
con- unconsciousness, her conscience, her subconscious mind, oh, or whatever. This, this, this is what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. Movie more. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that's the intent, but like thinking of it that way, it does make me like the movie more too. Because otherwise, I'm like, I I understand that it's a, it's it's all about um, this person realizing that they're enough and like other people's critiques and stuff don't matter or whatever. Right. But it's kind of just like falls flat for me if that's just the takeaway and like it's just a straightforward like the unicorn is real i'm like <laughs> what's the it wasn't as as captivating for me you know see it it, it would have been straightforward had there not been a unicorn right like, had it just been like there's you know the, there is no unicorn you are the unicorn kind of you know yeah. conclusion like that would have been like ah eh, okay but it makes sense but like they actually put a unicorn in there. So like, that's why I'm just so lost on how that happened. But I like the idea that she is actually like unconscious or in some other crazed state. And this is like the, the salesman is like her insanity. Yeah. Trying to lure her into the, to the, you know, no return zone of craziness. Exactly. I'm sure my boyfriend, the psychiatrist, would love all of these terms Uh, I'm using. (laughs) (laughs) They're all completely accurate. Yeah. (laughs) But then, uh, but yeah, then it's kind of, it it sort of gives it, uh, it's almost more hopeful because, you know, she does confront her unicorn and she's like, sorry, Steve, but, you know, the real world and reality is drawing me back. So I need to abandon this and really you know, grasp she, by my, by the hand, my grasp, yeah, true self. The sanity by the hand and walks away from the unicorn store. Yeah. Not without letting somebody else in first. But right. <laughs> well, someone's always got to be in the unicorn store, right? Right. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that this honestly. Is this is what's happening. In this yeah, <laughs> this is definitely it. <laughs> this, it yeah, this is the only way it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this this theory that I just came up with on the fly definitely makes me, <laughs> makes me like the film better too. Well, I'm glad we were able to figure out yeah. what is happening in the film by talking it out because mm-hmm. I was just like, wait a second, there's actually a yeah. fucking unicorn. Well, and you know, I was kind of, I, I mean, I, I know that I shouldn't get my expectations up, but in the time <laughs> since we decided to actually watch it, I feel like on Twitter, everyone's been sort of blowing up about Unicorn Store. And so I see oh, really? a lot of tweets and they're like, Unicorn Store, the best thing since sliced bread. And like, I, like oh. through watching it, I was like, um, they are we watching the same? Have they ever their own bread? Do they know how challenging <laughs> that is? <laughs> I'm like, am I watching the same movie as everyone else? Like, right. it's definitely colorful. I think that it has a nice low-key comedy to it that keeps it entertaining throughout the the yeah. duration of the film i think brie larson the the main actor she did a good job i think all the actors did a good job like i think it's it was very right. convincingly played by everyone right. but i was like i don't it was well shot yeah yeah so let's figure out how gary figures into the new reality of the show okay <laughs> so gary the creep who wanted to be a figure skater but his parents wouldn't let him See, I and... think that... <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that gary is like real that's how i'm gonna see gary okay. he's like he's somebody who existed in her life and probably part of the reason that she ended up in 
Yeah. Like the mental hospital to begin with was because of Gary and people like Gary. So he's in her mind giving her reason to follow the salesman. Like, you know, that's the motivation is to get away from yeah. that part of reality. Right. So it's like Gary and also her teacher guy who didn't like her art right. were like yep. the people putting her down and sort of making her feel worthless. And even and some of the, the other bitchy co-workers yeah. too, you know, like there's all these like negative people who probably were real, you know, that she encountered in life when she was trying to get by. Right. And she's remembering them and they're the reasons that are pushing her towards the right. salesman and the unicorn. And that sales pitch was sort of like her breaking point before she went into the institution. And so that's something that she just replays in her mind and tries yes. to like get, you know, control over. Right. Like that was, yeah, that's like where she hit bottom and lost it. When yeah. she went into work one day dressed in tinfoil and tinsel <laughs> <laughs> and it did a giant show where she sprayed confetti all over the whole office. Oh my that's gosh. when she like had to be committed to yeah. the <laughs> My favorite part of that was that Sabrina like saw her and she was like, oh, you have a costume. And she's like, oh, these are just my clothes. And it's like, how could those possibly be just your clothes? Because she was crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. Jamie, this this has to be. It all makes sense when you think about it this way. It does. Like, the whole movie makes sense. Oh, man, it's all falling into place for me. And, like, her going to the store and, like, why it's all creepy is because she's going into, like, the dark part of her mind. And, yeah. like, her mind's warn her to stay away from it but she doesn't listen she goes in anyways mm -hmm. yeah that's like that's the internalizing of her mental breakdown yeah i oh, think man. i'm convinced i this is the only way this movie makes sense is if <laughs> i'm gonna have to watch it again now with <laughs> that like lens <laughs> yeah because yeah. that's the only way this if, if, if we're just supposed to believe she's some random person like and also like how did this guy get her name like right you know, it that that's her. That's that's <gasps> the insanity. Oh my gosh! Her. And the truth circle is the moment when you know they have patients get together to sort of like talk about how right. things are progressing, and she's actually trying to outwardly talk about her unicorn, the problem, yes. the demon, and the others are actually as they were doing in the in the scene, refusing to sort of admit their sort of psychoses. Right, that's true. Mm. Oh man, oh, this show got so much deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I'm like, yes, Unicorn Store is the best thing since like bread. Everybody needs to go out and watch it. It's so good. <laughs> and um, if if you're listening to this and you're thinking, what the hell sort of deep end have they have they dove into? <laughs> dove in? dove into. Um, then that's okay. Uh, let us live in our interpretation, okay? I mean, if you have another theory out there <laughs> that you think is somehow better than this one and explains why there's actually a unicorn at the end of the movie, um, <laughs> please feel free to tell us because, you know, I'm just hearing this theory now and exactly. loving it. But, like, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Like, True. this has to be what they were going for. And they're like, ah, nobody will figure this out because we'll put no clues in it. Yeah. Well, that's also it, another thing that was really strange and made it seem like it, it wasn't real. And at, for, at one point I was like, is she still a child in thinking through these things? Is right. when she was, um, like, not only the weird things that her parents would say, 
but like she definitely had points where she acted very childish right and uh also strange things would happen that she wouldn't notice like there would be her art on the wall suddenly or like you know that um the little uh not stall stable was like an homage to her childhood paintings and stuff it's like there's something you know it seems sort of doesn't yeah it doesn't quite okay so this so this is the timeline for kit's life then okay like she is a person with you know moderately good mental health Mm -hmm. she goes to art school Mm -hmm. and everything there like just drags her down to the point where she ends up failing out of art school she's in her late 20s early 30s Mm -hmm. i'm guessing Mm -hmm. has to move back in with her parents right gets a job through a temp agency at a at a office where she is like sexually harassed by her boss who's a huge creep and like tries to make her believe that she can advance in the company by putting on a a vacuum cleaner presentation or whatever but really he just wants to fuck her right and (laughs) so but she actually shows up and does this presentation but she's kind of cracked at that point and like goes in dressed in this very like flamboyant costume with tinsel hanging from her and shoots confetti everywhere gets fired and then like has a mental breakdown ends up in the hospital and that's like when she starts like that's when she starts seeing the store and the cards for the store it's all inside of her mind yeah i think that sounds about right to me yes i'm convinced of this of this we just have to get in touch (laughs) we just have to get in touch with the brie larson and ask her if that was the intent of her directorial debut um you know send her our fan theory on yes. how we actually think this is or and also there's like i think that kevin is like a real person in her life oh, as well yeah. and that is like what makes her feel so distant from her parents is that she thinks that she's a failure you know and exactly they, constantly being compared to this kevin guy who's not even their kid and right. so like everything is like working against her in real life right. you know? so it's like, no wonder she or cracks. maybe maybe in real life kevin is her actual brother the favored Ooh. child but in her mind she wants to even further that connection you know make take it a step further and be like he's not related to us he's just a rando yeah um let me look up real quick uh the writer of this because i know brie i know brie larson um not only starred in it but also um she directed it oh it was a screenplay by samantha mcintyre so samantha if you're listening let us know what <laughs> yes if you're listening to hit this. us up on twitter at nno podcast and let us know oh. if we're on in the right direction yeah. no we are we don't need her to confirm that we we definitely have figured this show i mean out. you took some film classes right that uh, you're like I a did. film analyst yes that is accurate <laughs> <laughs> i took two film classes as electives in college that makes me a, a film analyst hey you gotta use that english you gotta use that english degree somehow <laughs> yeah. i i feel like we have accurately described my profession i think so too <laughs> which makes sense when i say that this is this is the reality and you know what when the very from the very first time we meet the salesman who has yeah. no name he's right. never given a name no nope. he's creepy but like you're supposed to like him because he's like the guy offering her mm-hmm. like 
the the good things, you know, the promised, the, the thing you need more than anything, right. blah, blah, blah. But he's always creepy. He never gives off like he a is. really good vibe. But that's that's because he's he's the mental illness. He's what's trying exactly. to pull her deeper into delusion. And it almost works. It almost does. What is Virgil is like. Um, I really think it's like her her grasp on reality that just somehow becomes stronger like she it's her means of overcoming the illness like her sanity her her conscious her like self-awareness or something i think so because he's the one who's like it's not real you know like it can't possibly be and right and he and but and he comes with her even though like she, she like gets mad at him and yells at him and tells him to go away he comes back and he tries to support her oh my gosh And the reason that he can see the unicorn at the end is because she accepts the fact that if you have this sort of um, lingering mental illness, it's something that you have to accept as a part of your life. So it's like, oh, he can see the unicorn because her her sane, her sanity or her her consciousness realizes that this is just a part of her, not to be destroyed, but something that she has to learn to cope with and live with learns to accept yeah that it's part of who she is and accept help you know so that she can learn to live with it and cope yeah. with it and go back into the reality of life mm-hmm. wow this i think we really got it movie. yeah this is a great movie <laughs> now i see why everyone's like raving about it i know right <laughs> it all makes sense now <laughs> oh man Man, I wish I had been watching the movie with that lens the whole time because I'm sure there's other things that we missed that would definitely support this theory, you know? Yeah. And I I just didn't write them down because I wasn't even thinking that there was going to be a real unicorn at the end and that was something I should be looking for, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, oh, I, I'm positive this is it. It it just like all the connections are there. I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Definitely. Damn, what wow. a good movie. It is. Way to go, Netflix. <laughs> I was all ready to like kind of hate on this movie a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Me but, too. Wow. Well, also, I was like, what are your reactions? And I almost just wanted to be like, I, what was, I don't remember what we watched that one time when we were both just like, ugh. Was but it Velvet Buzzkill? It was. <laughs> Velvet Buzzkill. Velvet Buzzkill. Um, that's pretty much my reaction when I was like, ugh. <laughs> but um, but now I feel more into it, having yeah. thought about an alternate re- uh, analysis of what it could be. Right. Um, did you have any? Because uh, this this movie had like a, a a bunch of interesting or fun quotes in it. Did you happen yeah. to write any down? Um, I wrote down a couple. Um, at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know like it's the first time you see Gladys Kit's mom mm-hmm. and her dad talking and she's just like the gangster children they just cry uh-huh. <laughs> like, like gangster children like <laughs> who refers to them as that right <laughs> and then Kit says um, as I've learned from the television set success is all around me <laughs> yeah I and loved then, I loved when she was at the table and like reciting the infomercial at them yeah <laughs> Um, and then when Gary is talking to her at one point, he's like, I'm saving up for an island, you know, small, someplace remote, plenty of sand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saving up for an island with lots of sand. <laughs> Gary was okay. such a creep. I know. <laughs> uh, what about you? <clears throat> um, I really, 
I mean, I think the the salesman just had a number of int- like ridiculous thing he would say. Like when he was saying that the unicorns had to come come in, he's like, "We have to clean them because their their hair is full of leaves and berries and shit." <laughs> and <laughs> let's see what else did I underline? Uh, oh, that's not a good one. It says <laughs> I did highlight. I'm just a disappointment, but that was just a reality oh. check. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ah, the thing that I liked really, and I think this was in the trailer of the movie too, is um, when Gladys says, the most grown-up thing you can do is fail at things you really care about. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. That is true. That's deep. For all you kids out there, truth. Yeah. And I guess like the last thing is um, when Virgil was like, if you were a building, this is what you'd look like. And she's like, that is the nicest thing a man has ever said to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. I'm just like rethinking of this whole movie. Now. Yeah. So much better now that I understand it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's an interesting, th- I mean, I, th- this film was um, actually done, completed in 2017 and shown at the Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. I read that. Yeah. But, um, but it's still interesting, like, again, to see, I, I mean, I, th- I should probably eventually stop saying this because it's clear that it's just like the new, it's like what's happening, but to see people like Brie Larson, who was just in a major Hollywood picture, she was in Captain Marvel, and, you know, like Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Joan Cusack, like a lot of people who are very big, notable, recognizable Hollywood names, like doing these sort of like indie films, or yeah. I guess like smaller budget films, at least. It's it's really interesting to see yeah, how, I- how that's sort of changing, I guess. Whenever, whenever I see like a new Netflix movie coming out with somebody in it who I immediately recognize, I'm just like, how is Netflix getting these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, I'm sure they're paying them a decent amount of money because right. they would do it otherwise. So, like, how are they getting all these like really well-known actors and actresses? To, yeah. Like, I mean, play and sometimes not even just in their in their movies, like their whole series, you know. So they're like committing right. years, like like Grace and Frankie, you know. Yeah. Like, and Lily Tomlin and I don't remember the two dudes but they're (laughs) like well-known people yeah (laughs) speaking of which Barry was in this movie (laughs) did you notice that he was yeah he was like in the um he was a very small role he was on the team who was like opposing her vacuum cleaner design oh really designed the um the one with the sexy lady and oh. with the baby in the vacuum. He was like the two-man team. He was one of the men on that team. I must not have realized because he was, those guys were acting like douchebags and yeah, he's not typically it. a douche. No, yeah, I get it. But yeah, <laughs> Barry was there. Aw. But yeah, it's Career cool. change for Barry. <laughs> Career change. But it was, um, but yeah, it is definitely interesting. Yeah, you have to wonder like, I don't know. I think that's just the way that the film industry is going. It's either like extremely big films or these sort of like independent, you know, streaming films in a way. Um, So that's kind of like, if you want to continue having a career in film, I guess that's what you do. But yeah, I'm sure that Netflix can also pay them a hefty penny because. That's true. They keep raising our prices. They they raise our prices. And also they're like every single person has Netflix, you know, that's true. It's like the new, uh, it's the new uh, cable or satellite TV. So that's true. Well, I mean, I want to say there might be a chance that more people have Netflix than people who have cable. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went years, like I went years without having 
cable, you know, but I definitely had Netflix and Hulu the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Do you know? have cable now? Um, we do, but we don't oh. use it at all. It's just something that comes with our rent here. It's oh. cable and internet package comes like it's included in our rent, so we could gotcha. hook the TV up to it, but we never have. Yeah. Why we have Netflix, <laughs> we have Hulu, we have Prime. <laughs> like, yeah. We're getting HBO on Prime once Game of Thrones comes on. Like, <laughs> like you've got all of the things. <laughs> right. Like we don't need cable. <laughs> I don't have to figure out how to connect the TV to the cable box. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> The computer does it for me. Exactly. But yeah. So um, so that was Unicorn Store. Definitely recommend at this point, if you've watched our or listened to our podcast and Definitely. haven't watched it yet, watch it with that lens and let us know if you think that we're accurate on the way we've interpreted the movie. Um, you can hit us Definitely. up at originals at gmail.com. Or you can send us a tweet at NNO Podcast. Mixing up the order. I saw. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the world has... Sh- I'm shook, as the kids say. <laughs> It'll be okay. Um, but yeah, we'd like to know what you think. Or if you have an, a competing theory, let that us know. That would also be acceptable. Uh, additionally, as always, uh, we're always open to hearing uh, any suggestions you guys have for things you would like us to listen to. Uh, listen to? What am I saying? <laughs> if, have us watch. If you would like to listen to us talking about it. Exactly. Uh, so let us know also either through email or Twitter. Um, but yeah. So yeah. thanks then for listening to us rant about our theories. Yes. <laughs> thank you for being here with us as we develop these theories live in front of you yeah. thank you <laughs> for being a friend <laughs> traveling down the road and back again <laughs> your heart is true you are a friend anyway all right on that note <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>